Hey, hey, welcome back to the So I Got Divorced podcast. It's me, Beth. And this week, I am tired. I'm tired. It's like allergy season in the Northeast. You know, spring is here, which is great. But it also means there's tons of flowers blooming. There's lots of just pollen in the air. And we've been getting some spring showers. So, I mean, I guess they're spring showers. It's technically spring. It's not April showers. It's still March. But spring showers, <clears throat> which is going to bring some lovely spring things our way. And this is actually my first recording that I'm doing from my car. So I have a little bit of time between just getting home from work and having the rest of my night and I was like you know what I'm gonna try recording in my car because it's honestly where I feel like home a lot of the time because I'm in my car so often so I hope you're doing good it's spring here and I'm really looking forward to some longer days and just feeling a little bit less tired after my body gets used to all of the spring things. So today, I wanted to talk about dating after divorce. So I'm fairly certain that I could talk about dating for so long. We could have this conversation for a long time. And I wouldn't say that dating after divorce is a thing that I like. There was a time in my life, probably in my 20s, where I thought dating was fun and it was exciting and I don't know, I just liked it a lot lot more and it could have been that I was less picky in my 20s, Um, I was a little bit naive, I didn't know exactly what I was looking for, I think all of those things really contributed to me thinking that dating was fun way back when. Dating after divorce is a whole other animal. And if you have gotten divorced and you've been out there and tried to date, I think you'll know what I mean. There is the issue of where am I going to meet people? So a lot of the time it's convenient to be on dating apps. And dating apps are notoriously horrible and for good reason. You have to sift through lots of profiles and try to discern who is interesting and, you know, sort of worthy of spending your time with. And a lot of the times you don't have a lot to go on. And it's really hard to just sort of weed out who like what you're going to be choosy about on that day to like swipe right or left and you know what I'm not making this sound like it's great dating after a divorce but I do want to share that I do think it's possible to have to be able to date and have it go well I will just share that after I got divorced I did do some dating And I was on the apps and, you know, I think at that point in my life and where I was at, like processing the divorce, I think that I was trying to rush into another relationship and 
I would find myself sort of dreading like spending time with this person and that could have been because of that person it also could have been because like I wasn't ready and I actually what I really needed was alone time and not to try to force being with someone else and trying to make that be something um you know on the other hand looking back at those dating ships dating experiences I realized that I was dating the person longer than I should have like I obviously didn't like the person enough and yet I still wasn't comfortable holding boundaries and explain like communicating that you know like I, I really don't feel good about this and so you know I, I got divorced almost four years ago everything was finalized and you know the pandemic happened then so dating was incredibly more difficult because of the pandemic and just being unsure about what was happening and whether or not I should be like meeting people and it was just really really complicated but I think now I have like now that some more time has passed I've really been able to figure out what it is that I'm sort of looking for in a partner and I've been able to sort of express that intention you know to the universe and just offer that up but I think that one thing I realized was that I'm never going to like the perfect relationship or what I'm looking for or even meeting people is just it's not going to happen because I want it to happen like I have to be intentional about either being on apps and like meeting up with people because that's the only way I'm going to be able to know whether or not I like someone and like get closer to I don't know whatever it is I'm looking for that's not going to happen by me just like not meeting up with people so love them or hate them I think that the apps are here to stay and in general none of my friends know other single people it's so wild to me so like no one has ever none of my friends are like oh yeah I know I have this perfect single person for you like that's just nobody has single other single friends so I mean from that perspective like I have to be really intentional about trying to meet people because it's it's not just gonna happen so I, (laughs) you know, it's so much emotional investment in dating. And I I think one thing that I've realized is that it doesn't have to be that emotional investment, but it does take it out of me. So, um, and that reminds me of something else, but I think like I'm looking at dating now as sort of this opportunity to get to know someone and I'm not putting as much pressure on it as I would have before you know in the past I've sort of thought of dating as like it's so much pressure and like I there's so much forcedness like you're trying to force a relationship because your intentions are that you want to date like it's sort of unspoken that you want to date this person that you're meeting up with But my perspective has changed in that I'm like, well, it's more of just figuring out who this person is. And if I really see this going anywhere, if I'm interested in even meeting up with this person again, I think that's really what it comes down to. And I thought of something 
just a second ago, but I don't remember what it was. Something about um, intentions. Maybe it'll come back to me. But I... Hmm, I think that, that thought is gone. So... You know what? I think I'm actually more distracted in my car now that I think about it. But I don't think that there is a set time to wait to date. For me, I got divorced and I was immediately like, I need to know that there's someone else out there that's not like the person I was just married to. And so for me... I went through that process and I met people that weren't like the person I was married to and that was good because I needed like confirmation that I wasn't necessarily going to go through the same experience that I had before and so from that perspective that was really good but in other ways it made me realize that I had I had some things that I needed to work on with my own life and that I just wasn't ready. And so, you know, I've gone through these phases of like thinking I'm ready and then trying to date and realizing like I'm not actually ready. So I think that compulsion to like get back on the apps is more linked to something that I feel like I'm missing inside. Like either I'm like lonely or vulnerable or I just want to, you know, talk to someone else. That's where it's coming from. And I don't know, I mean, I think that's like normal and human, but I don't think that it's a great, for me, that's not a great reason to like hop back on the apps. So occasionally I'll go through periods where I'll just delete them all. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready. And then I sift through tons of profiles and I'm like, I am not ready. And like trying to get past the awkwardness of initial conversations and you know, a lot of people don't want to meet up, I found. I, it's very, very rare that, like, someone will want to meet up and, like, not do something as intimidating as dinner. Like, my preferred way of, of doing this dating thing has been, like, let's meet for, like, an hour and get coffee. And then if that goes well, then let's talk about meeting again. But, like, the whole, like getting dressed up and going to dinner and like being committed to a meal just seems like torture when I haven't met this person initially. So it's really hard to, I found it's really hard to get, to get people to want to meet for even coffee just for a little bit. And you know, I'm okay with that because that's what I'm comfortable with. And I'm actually thinking about like personal safety and like the time that I have to commit to things because I, I don't want to think about dating as like wasting my time because it's not, but I also want to be really like clear about, you know, the time that I have is very like precious to me and for me to even arrange my life so I can go on a date, I don't want to be spending a ton of it on someone who, um, like up front, like I don't know and I don't want it to feel forced. So I... Um, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I've gone through a lot of growth, like so much growth over the pandemic. And like since since I got divorced, 
And I think one thing the pandemic has actually been really helpful with is, you know, forcing me to be okay with being alone. And I think that's something that I just wasn't okay with before. Like, I was never... I, I always had this like urge to just be in a relationship or be with someone. And the pandemic really taught me that I'm going to be okay. I am okay. I am okay at being alone. Like dating is just sort of like a bonus of being okay with who I am. Not the other way around. Like I'm going to be in a relationship and then I'll magically be okay with myself. So like, I think I've had that backwards for a lot of my life, but I really feel like I'm in a place now where if I date and it goes well, that's great. If I date and it doesn't go well, then that's fine. I just need to like spend more time like trying to meet people and what, like when I'm ready and I, I don't know where it's going to lead obviously, but I'm actually like hopeful about it and I think for a while I was pretty pessimistic about it because it can be pretty pretty intense out there so I mean maybe one podcast I will share like specific horrible dating stories these are just sort of my initial thoughts about dating about dating that I've had and I I know they've got, I swear, so many of my friends are not single. I need to talk to single people about dating who can commiserate with me about dating. Um, because my married friends don't get it. They're like, oh, what's that app you just said? What is that? And then I have to explain it. I'm like, I know about way too many of these things because I'm, I, that's how I meet people and it's so unnecessary. Maybe with, you know, like, things being less strict and restricted because of the pandemic will help. And maybe I will naturally meet people. But we will see. I'm trying just to not put so much pressure on it and have it be so serious. And that feels really good. So, listen. If you are dating right now and you love it, please tell me your mindset or (laughs) tell me what your secret is like I said I'm trying to I'm just not like putting as much pressure on it and that feels so much better but I mean if you're really loving it I need to know the people need to know what your secret is I just want to remind you that you are worthy you are enough and you are loved And thank you for listening to my ramblings on dating as a divorced person. And if you're dating, good luck. Please, please tell me your success stories. I need to hear them.